Hello and welcome to the WA's Neighbourhood Watch podcast series. The idea of these podcasts is to give information on what you can do to create a safer, connected and more informed community. Hello, my name's Ben. And I'm Anthony from APM. And we're here with Megan from the WA Police Force Community Engagement Division. Hi, guys. And we would like to welcome you to our podcast on scams. Information in this podcast is for anyone. There is no discrimination in regards to scams. And as our lives move online, technology has increased opportunities for scammers to infiltrate, influence, and inject themselves into people's lives with the common goals of getting your information and your money. So this episode is going to inform you about what you can do to protect yourself from being scammed. Okay, let's start with the definition, Megan. What is a scam? So a basic explanation for a scam is that it's an attempt to trick someone, usually with the intention of stealing money or personal information. And how bad are scams here in WA? Well, in 2020, WA residents made over 18,000 reports with just under $9 million reported lost to scams. And nationally, there were over 195,000 reports and we had over $150 million lost to scams. And what are the most common scams and can you provide some information on them? So the most common reported scams in Australia are phishing and threats to life or similar. Phishing scams are an attempt by scammers to trick you into giving out personal information, such as your bank account numbers, passwords and credit card numbers. So these can come via phone call, text or even email asking you to confirm details or complete a customer survey, for instance. Threats to life, threats of arrest or similar are often referred to as extortion and these are intended to obtain money, property or services from an individual or institution through coercion and this is a criminal offence. So they could be claims that you owe money for tax debt or speeding tickets and you are threatened with arrest if you don't pay immediately. It also could be blackmail with threats of sending images or information to friends, family and work colleagues if you don't pay. Great. We've heard about phishing and threat to life scams. What are some other types of scams? Investment and dating and romance scams are the two that Australians have lost the most amount of money through, with some people losing up to thousands of dollars. And online shopping and classified scams are also very common. We understand scams are not always necessarily online. Are there any other scams that we can know about? Yes, so phone calls are still the most commonly reported way scammers make contact with people. And this is followed by social media and emails. In person, such as door-to-door, scams still occur as well. Are businesses immune from scams? No, not at all. There are scams that specifically target businesses. One common one is false billing scams. This can involve invoices that appear to be sent from a supplier that the company does use and will demand a payment or there'll be a letter with new bank details which then the company pays money into the scammer's account. Ransomware is another common one. So this is where software has been installed via links sent in emails or social media posts and this enables scammers to block access to files and systems and they demand payment to have it removed. Thanks Megan. Would you be able to give us some tips on how we can identify a scam and how we can stop ourselves becoming victims of them? Sure. So with emails, check the email address it has come from. Look for spelling or grammatical errors. With phone calls they could be asking for personal details or for money it could become threatening and they may even ask access to your computer if this does happen and you feel threatened at any stage hang up immediately you don't need to continue with the phone call social media posts could be friend requests from people you don't know and there could also be requests for information or for money Um, investment and online shopping these
These are too good to be true offers. There could be limited information on a company after searching for them and there's minimal ways to contact them. It may only be back through so their social media account whereas a standard business would have either an email or a phone number that you can also use. So in general, I would research if it's someone or a business you haven't dealt with before and contact the business directly from a number or an email address you find yourself, not one given to you by the person contacting you. So I think I've been scammed. What should I do? Contact your bank immediately if you think your account or your card details have been accessed. Change your passwords to your online accounts. So that includes your social media, your email, your bank accounts and report it online to Scamwatch or through Report Cyber. What is the purpose of reporting to Scamwatch or Report Cyber and what is the police's role? If there has been an attempt to gain money or information but no loss has occurred, report it through to Scamwatch. If you have been a victim of a cybercrime, including identity theft, fraud, cyber abuse, online image abuse, then report it through to Report Cyber. Police assess all the reports made through Report Cyber for investigation, but ultimately all reports made through either site will assist with identifying trends and this enables agencies to alert public when necessary. Are there trends with scams? Yes, definitely. So there are seasonal trends such as ATO at tax time and online shopping scams around Christmas time. There are also situational scams that happen when, for instance, additional government benefits are announced. So often people are then contacted by someone pretending to be from Centrelink or similar and they ask for personal information under the threat they will miss out on the benefits if they don't provide it immediately. Can you give us some tips on how we can protect our personal information? Strong passwords and different passwords for different accounts is essential. You should also review your privacy settings for social media accounts regularly because updates can change the settings. And be careful when providing personal information. There is no harm in double checking that the person or the company is genuine before you do so. So where do people go from here for more information? Have I Been Pawned is a great site to check if your email address or your passwords have been compromised. eSafety is another great resource to find out more information on how to protect yourself online. Scamwatch and Scamnet are two sites that report and track on scams in Australia and you can register online to receive updates on scams. And remember, go to Report Cyber or Scamwatch to report any scams and you can sign up to them online to receive regular alerts. Thank you for listening. We hope you have found this information informative and useful. If you'd like more crime prevention information or want to contact us, visit the WA Police Force website and or the Neighbourhood Watch website. To stay informed, follow us on Facebook. We would like to thank the following organisations for their support and assistance in the production of our podcasts. Heritage FM, Neighbourhood Watch Armadale and APM. Remember, keep triple zero for emergencies. If you need police assistance for matters that are non-urgent, contact 131 4. If you would like to report suspicious or criminal activity, contact Crime Stoppers or 1800 333 000 or via their website. You can remain anonymous. <laughs>